know what happened. This is fine. Okay, we start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome what? back. Welcome to back to Flotus Forever. This is, um, yeah, this has been an exciting day. It's been an exciting, it's just springtime in New York. And yeah. if you've never experienced springtime in New York, I encourage you to come here to experience it. Because it's the magic. The city is alive and well. It I, is magic. I don't want to be presumptuous, but everyone's really jazzed about the new CDC. The CDC guidelines. No mask guideline outside yes. for vaccinated yes. folks. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know what? I know everyone's really concerned. Like, well, people are just going to lie about it. But New Yorkers, we love our community. We do. And everyone's taking care of each other. Of course, there are a few stragglers. But um, it's really nice. The city's just, like, alive. People are living. Yes. And on my way to the park this morning for my run, um, there was, I guess there's some, you know, like, in the middle of Park Avenue where all the tulips are? Yeah. There's a day, which is today, you can, I guess clip them and get the bulbs oh. because they're dying anyway yeah, so then dying, people can yeah. take them and do whatever you will with them yeah, to like yeah, replant yeah. so I saw a bunch of people in the middle of Park Avenue with their kids like <gasps> digging in the dirt and it was just so precious oh my god and they were without masks and I was like oh my god this is such like a spring we moment yes. in New York yes it's great. yes yeah yeah. yeah, I was in my garden all morning this morning for hours. With the radishes. I, I did the radishes. Sorry, so I didn't respond. Oh, my God, no worries. No, my around. radishes are thriving. My strawberries are coming. So excited. They're green, but soon they'll be red. Yeah. And, yeah, no, it was a beautiful, like, my plot is just looking so good. The garden is looking so good. It's just so good. It's going to be a good summer. I'm really excited. And... Oh, what are you going to say? We planned a trip for oh, the last, that's like, 15 minutes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, Yeah. Float us on the road. Float us on Get the road ready. is happening. Get so ready. this will come out next weekend. Next weekend, which is right after we're running the half marathon. Let's talk to our future selves for a second. Okay. Elise. Future Elise. F- okay, future Elise. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, too. Yeah. Your body's not broken. No. You did it. Yeah. You're very thirsty, but just, like, have a sip of water, you're it's fine. It's no big deal. And wow. And I want to say thank you to Future Elise for waiting at the end of the race for Future Claire to finish. Because you I think know. you think I'm going to finish before you? I guess so. 100%. <laughs> Elise, you're averaging a 10 minute mile. My average is a smooth, easy 15 minute mile. I've got it down to not dirty. That's what I'm saying. There's no way. I am like, yeah. yeah I, I'm going to slow down a little bit. I decided after like eight, nine mile, I, I'm going to have to. I'm, I'm not. I, if I don't feel like I need to walk, I'm going to be fine with it. Yeah. But I'm really shooting to get under 215. All right. That's cool. my goal. Good for but, you. Um, yeah, I'm very proud of us. She's your Claire. Yeah. Thanks for letting, letting me run with you. Girl. And for inspiring me to run because now I'm calling myself a runner. You like, are. I'm just you introducing are. myself as an athlete to people. You are. You are. You were like, I'm, I'm not sponsored by Nike yet, but soon I will be. Hi, I'm Elise. Stop. I'm an athlete. If you're doing a nine-minute mile, that's insane. I think it's just accidentally because of my long legs. Like, yeah, no, but you have to have endurance to do that. Yeah, it's, I guess it's, so. It's, yeah, future Lisa and Claire, you guys are amazing. I'm super impressed with we us. We are runners. Yeah. That's the truth. That's just the truth. So and you're listening to two half miles. Well, Claire runs marathons, so, like, I, there's nothing impressive about Claire running a half marathon. This is marathon. really unimpressive. <laughs> <laughs> this is Claire's, like, Saturday. It's just like, what did you do this morning? Oh, I run a half marathon. I went to the garden, pulled some radishes. Also, like, spent a time warp six hours there. My friend did ask me. He was like, what are you doing in Manhattan today? Are you running a half marathon? And I said, no, that's next weekend. <laughs> See, that's just, like, a casual thing you do. That's why I don't understand, like... 
Yeah, I just, not that it's not impressive that you do it, but it's just so casual for you. Like, well, I this was, is like rocking my world. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared to tell people about my races at first because I felt like embarrassed because running is innately embarrassing. Like running towards nothing is sort of embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and uh, but it's now stationary I, fucking bike. I know, but now I'm not as embarrassed by it because it is cool. No, it's impressive. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, no, future Elise Sinclair, you guys are amazing. Congrats. And we, future Elise Sinclair are going on the road we for are. Florida forever. I don't want to say we have a company card yet, because we don't. <laughs> but I think after this trip, we might have to get, we one. Have to get one. Because we're on the road, baby. We're, we're traveling to Canton, Ohio. Yeah, to go for... see the First Lady's historic national site and national library. That's a place, people. And don't yeah. you worry, I emailed the woman who I assume runs the whole show and said, will you be open on Saturday? And she said, We need to yes. interview her. We have to. Yeah, I'm just going to roll in there with a the mic and yeah. be like, <laughs> tell us about it. So I'm super excited. Please, please follow us on Flotus Forever because we, oh you God, know Elise, I will document Elise, this. You're going to be documenting I love like. to document trips on my Instagram, but this will be on the Flotus Instagram because this is a business trip, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking a blazer for her. And then where are we going after after that? What happens to be on the way home? So then Claire and I are like, okay, do we want to speed home from Canton or should we like find a place in Pennsylvania? Where's there to go in Pennsylvania? Don't you worry. Gettysburg is on the way. <laughs> So what can you do in Gettysburg? I don't know, hang out in downtown, just like, you know, see the sights, you know, whatever's in Gettysburg. What possibly else could be in Gettysburg, Claire, that you had the brilliant idea of? A ghost tour. A spiritual a soldier ghost tour. Civil War ghost tour? Yes. I immediately Googled it, immediately purchased tickets. I just can't. With an EMF. Claire and I like to go ghost hunting. I don't but know I just you know can't believe, I mean, it, it all relates back to our love of history, our love of all things spooky, and our love of, like, absolute nonsense like I mean like it's gonna be so I just can't believe that we happen to be in the Civil War in this pod and then also Civil War it's perfect timing yeah psychotic I'm so excited yeah yeah so it's all it's it's gonna be it's gonna be wild Memorial Day weekend I don't know what you're up to all you fools going to Miami have fun Uh, because we're gonna have fun in uh the northeast Of PA and uh, Ohio. We're going Midwest. Maybe we'll take a detour toward uh, through Wheeling, West Virginia, which I once slept in a hotel in Wheeling, West that Virginia. That's terrifying. That you that. couldn't close the door. Like you actually couldn't close the front door. So I just I left hate with that. like the door ajar. Yeah, I guess if we don't come back for uh, the Grant episode, we'll be murdered. <laughs> so. No, I think we'll have Grant. Grant was. Supposed? Oh no, no, no! You're right. Yeah, well, we should yeah, do yeah. a free. Uh, our bonus app should be of just the museum. Maybe we no, it has to be. Yeah, the, the there's week. gonna be an actual bonus app, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying that for what episode is it? Seventeen. I know. Like, no, you're right. The next episode will be a bonus app, and it will be us kind of digesting the museum. I, I'm gonna cry. I'm so excited. Also, this I'm so is like excited. this is not mine, but this is Elise's first travel post COVID. Yeah, I went on a little road trip in the fall to Maryland to that farmhouse <gasps> yes, with some that's friends. Right, that's which right, was fun. Right. So that was a little trip, but this is like I'm going somewhere specific. Like because that we just yeah. went to the house and like you couldn't go anywhere else. So we just right, hung out there, right, which right. was great and like much much needed after being stuck um, in the city all summer and like not. Nothing was open yet. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but so this is my first trip that we're like going to a museum, yeah. a, a ghost tour, a ghost tour in a hotel. Like we're staying in hotels. I'm just, it's I'm be so, so jazzed. We're I'm so excited. Get the playlist ready. Um, oh my gosh, stop! I'm already thinking about it. I'm okay. like, I'm just really excited. Let's just cross our fingers. I can't wait for the gift it. shops. Oh I'm God, gonna get so shop. many 
cross-stitching things from the gift shop. Yes! I might buy a t-shirt. You know I love merch. And oh, my gosh. We, oh, my God. I'm going to have so many magnets from this. <laughs> and we're definitely going to Wawa and Sheets. Guys, we will cross-compare. So much iced coffee. We will so cross-compare. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just so, I'm so That's the intro. I know. Me and Elise have a big two weekends. And we knew it was going to be big two weekends, but now it really is, like, coming up. My life went from zero to 60. <laughs> and, like, a little bit of anxiety, but now that I've had two cups of coffee today, I'm really excited about it. So, like, talk to me tomorrow where I'm, like, regretted all of this. <laughs> stop. And just need, like, a week to relax. No, stop. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to have all of, we're going to get up early on Monday. We're going to drive home. We're going to have all of Monday to chill. Memorial Day. Actually, Memorial Day. In honor. What is memorial? Is that? Oh, yeah, that's in like honor. an yeah. honor of, yeah. I always get Memorial Day and Labor Day mixed up. <gasps> oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I always, I, like, they're I like one's, one's the beginning, one's the one's yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, like, my brain kind of jolts when I first think about it. It confuses me. I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, so, guys, it's summer. I hope everyone is and like, and doing yeah. well. Also, we want to say, give a big shout out to our fan in Fredericksburg. <gasps> I know, I'm so sorry. I'm just replying to your comment on Instagram because I just saw it. No. Um, so fun. I'm glad our interpretation of Fred- Fredericksburg, Virginia was accurate. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. Like, if anyone... Wait, what episode was that? It must have been, um... Um... It was the a... Rachel Jackson episode? No, no. It was, uh... Who's the one that was, like, Emily in Paris? What's her name? I forget it right. Oh, oh Elizabeth, Elizabeth Monroe. Monroe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Elizabeth yeah. Monroe episode, we talk about how so she... long ago. God, I know. It feels like... Yeah. We talk about how she had to move to a place called Fredericksburg, and me and Elise actually were, um, went to Fredericksburg accidentally, accidentally, and we do give a very, like, um, I don't know, I, I, afterwards I was like, if anyone from Fredericksburg listens to that, like, I wonder what they'll think, and someone so politely commented on our Instagram saying it was really accurate, so we, thank you. I'm glad, like, we interpreted it and, like, felt the vibe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this episode that was a who, who nice are we about that was a nice long <laughs> intro. Oh my god, who are we? This episode is about Eliza McCardle Johnson. Now, wife, wife of seventeenth president Andrew Johnson, eighteen sixty five to eighteen sixty nine. Yes, and he okay. is famously not the first, um, but he was vice president to Abraham Lincoln, and then. Um, he becomes president after he, um, Abraham Lincoln, is, is shot. Yeah, so Abe's in his second term. We all know it, this. Yes. What happens, he gets assassinated. So Andrew Johnson um, pops in, and yeah. April 15th, he is president. Yeah, does a little. Okay, so let's talk about this. We're also going to be talking about um, her daughter, Martha uh, Johnson-Peterson, who was acting hostess for a little bit because Eliza Classic was an invalid because of tuberculosis. I mean, truly, like, if you could combine all the themes of this podcast in one woman, it might be, like, this woman. That should be a shirt. It should be tuberculosis. It should just be one. Is that yeah. No, I love it. You know what I'm... I, I, this is the question I have for Devin, our tuberculosis friend, who doesn't have tuberculosis, but she works studying She researches it. Um, why... Like, I get tested for tuberculosis once a year because I go into the hospital frequently. Yes. But, like, why don't, why doesn't everyone else I do, too, ha- Oh, you do? Yeah, because I'm a teacher. Yeah, because I have to. So, like, work. I just, I feel like, like, it's very prevalent, clearly. Yeah. And, like, when does it stop becoming so dangerous? And then why doesn't everyone need to be concerned about it? In, in everyday life, you know? Like, right. I just, I want to know the history of tuberculosis. Bonus up. Bonus up on tuberculosis. With guest Dennis. Oh my god, she would have so much to tell us. Remember that time that we went to the beach and she was at work? That was my favorite. Oh my god, she was just like taking she was on a meeting calls on the beach. Dennis the best. She was like, wait, they said my name. Hold on a second. <laughs> 
I'm just simultaneously like the hardest working, but like the most chill about it person she, I've ever met. No, I know. She's, she always has the best hours, but like in a weird way that no, I would never want these hours. But I she know. just is always. She's always been like that. So impressed. I know. I know. Cool. Never was it a <laughs> Never forget. Okay, so here's my. Okay, so okay, guys, listen. I forgot the matrix. Okay, I'm looking for it. I just forgot it. It's at my apartment. We're at Elisa's today. Me and Elise to maintain um, our friendship. We do one week at Elisa's, one week at my apartment because like we we can't just she can't be traveling to Brooklyn all the time. I can't be traveling to Manhattan all the time. Yeah. So we're in. Manhattan, Manhattan again Manhattan. today, and I don't have the Matrix, so just, like, chill. Don't worry. But Eliza McCardle Johnson is born on October 4th. She is a Virgo. Yes, October 4th, 1810. 1810. She's a Virgo. What's the Virgo situation? Super organized. Um, super okay. um, organized. I yeah. mean, that makes sense. She delegates a lot, so maybe that's what And she does the finances, like, <gasps> forever. She does. Yes. Virgos are very... Oh, she's, like, a teacher. She... Spoiler, teaches Andrew Johnson how to read and write, which is, like, slightly concerning, adorable, but, like, very concerned. <laughs> oh, my God. If I, I if wish only I could... Melania taught Trump how to read. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we might not, you know, have had such a terrible four years. And if only, if only, yeah, I was going to make some <laughs> joke about TJ learning how to write, but I guess he did write the Declaration of Independence. Never forget. Never forget. Uh, presidential scholar had to remind us. I know, like, Tiger yeah, McGinley had to remind us. Um, anyway, so, okay. So Virgo, she's very she's, organized. She's very organized. Which checks which out. totally checks out. So she, um, she lives, she's from Tennessee. Yep, so we're we in Telford, Tennessee. Don't know where that is, but. And we got another Western girl, which we're, we're, I'm excited about. I mean, I love a Western moment. I feel like the U.S. has really had a Western moment for a long time now. Like, yeah. it's like, I was so sure that so many of these ladies, I mean, it's just because I'm a total asshole, but like, I was so sure that all these ladies were going to be from like the Northeast. And that's like, yeah, me not too. the case. Well, because we lived in, I lived, we, the first chunk of them are so into the colonies because right. that's right, what right, right, started right. the country, obviously. I know, and our like so, understanding of American history is basically just like the colonies, right? That's so, <laughs> but like that's really what's like taught, and then it's like okay, then America is America, and you're like, no, there's like a slow progression of expansion. It's very strange, hundred percent. Um, so anyway, the West, the, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say she's the only child of John McArdle and Sarah Phillips. Yes, um, which is kind of odd. I feel like this is one of the first. Only she doesn't have siblings. No, she's the only child. Oh wow! Well, her dad dies when she's in her teens. Yeah, um, and her, her dad's mom a shoemaker, which I love. Yeah, and her mom. Oh, and yeah, when she's like thirteen or something, and oh, so she's oh, that's such a bummer. Alicia's <laughs> lost her place in her book while she was a... trying to drink iced coffee. Wait, I'll tell you what, my iced coffee's in the other room, and I'm like, do I go get it? Yeah, I have to yeah. get it. Okay. So yeah, I'll um. They live in, I was going to say her mom's a widow. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. So they're not rich at all. Um, but her mom is really into education for um, for Eliza. Later on in life, They, um, I was reading something, uh, like some random Google search I did, but they were talking about, like, okay, is she a feminist? Is she an abolitionist? All this stuff. And they were saying that historians have to believe that she was, like, the lowest level bar of feminism because she did believe in equal rights on some yeah, planes. Yeah. Um, because of education. Like her mom was really insistent that she yes. get educated and that she can read and write and do math. And at that time, you know, they weren't like, Oh my god, my daughter must go to school. Sure, sure. So sure, Eliza yeah. really grew up believing that her daughter should be educated. So that was like her 
very low level form of feminism, but so I'll take funny. it. You know, they no, learn it. I'll hell take yeah, it. I'll take it. And I mean, she does speak her mind to Andrew Johnson. She never makes her opinions known um, to the public when she's the first lady, but she yeah. does make her opinions known to him, which I guess is like some, like she had opinions, which yeah. we love a girl with an opinion. And she spent a lot of time reading, um, when they're in the White House, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but reading the newspapers and yes. staying really abreast of, like, the reconstruction and what was happening and during the impeachment, definitely, so she can, like... I like that she's, like, debriefing the man who's getting impeached, but, like, okay, Andrew Johnson. I mean, whatever, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she really... It was important for her to stay informed. Um, definitely. And I think that's how she you know, participated as floaters because she was, like, not into the social aspect of it. Yeah, but we and then, that. right, but that, that, but just to go back to the idea mm-hmm. that, like, that is because of her strong base of, like, education and, like, being able to understand how finances and um, politics and people work, yeah, you know? definitely. Um, when she's 16 years old, Andrew Johnson just appears in town, it seems like. Like, he doesn't he just roll, roll up into yeah, town? Yeah, he, like, like asks for directions. This is, like, a meet-cute and, like, yeah. a weird rom-com. I mean, no, I was going to say, this is, like, yeah, this is, like... <laughs> and she's, like, the way they describe it is, like, she's chit-chatting with her girlfriend. Yeah, so, like, gossiping about God knows what. Yeah, because she's 16. Yeah. And um, she locks eyes with AJ, which I'm going to call him AJ. Oh, I love that. Um, With Andy. And... Love at first sight. She's just like, who's this stud on the horse? And they just, she's smitten. And she tells her friends, like, that's going to be my beau. And, and it she, was. And a year she later, they're married. They it's, And they stay married for a very, very, very long time. So yeah. You know who married them? No. Henry Clay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is lots exciting because I wish it was Henry Clay. <laughs> no, not Henry Clay. God damn it. Um, Abe Lincoln's cousin. What? Um... Mordecai Lincoln. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Yeah. Wow. He presided over the wedding. Fun fact. Good for him. I, I mean, like that, yeah. I like that Lincoln's family is just kind of like, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Like they're around. <laughs> I love that. People just coming out of the work, like, I am Lincoln's family. Um, yeah, so, so she's yeah. actually the the youngest FLOTUS. I don't know how to word this. In the FLOTUS history, she's the, the youngest to ever be married at 16. Because she was 16 when she gets married. Right. She gets married, like, yeah. right away. He's only 18, so it's not terrible. I don't want to, like, freak anyone out. But, um, yeah, she's a child. But, but I guess back then you could get married. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Tennessee probably didn't have a I mean, I'm sure her mom wasn't, like, that was how she would get up in the world, you know? It's yeah, and I don't married. know. I mean, I, yeah, I wonder if Andrew Johnson was, like, rich or some shit. Like, I don't know much about him. Yeah, I don't know. So he was always in in local politics. He was like, always in politics. Yeah, but yeah. at this point, he was really nobody because he worked at the tailor shop. He that can't. Her, that's right. And he can't he read, can't and read write. it right. No, it's okay. They said so, he so was so a bad speller. Right. So his mom. Okay. So so I don't know. Not his. He was I know. I know. Eliza's mom um, owns a tailor shop, and basically. Eliza would work at the tailor shop, and then Andrew, when they got married, Andrew Johnson started working at the tailor shop. And this is when she's tutoring him at the tailor shop. And I guess, like, this shop becomes kind of like a hub where people come and, like, talk about the town and talk about, like, just kind of like the local watering hole, if you will. (gasps) Love it. And, um, 
And this is where Andrew Johnson starts to really take off in the way of wanting to be a political guy. Yeah. Um, and He's so, like, oh, once I start to read, it's over for you bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running for state legislation, <laughs> legislator. I'm going to become a senator well, he, and watch out. Well, yeah, and so he's an alderman, a mayor, a state representative, a state senator, a governor, a U.S. representative, a U.S. senator, a military governor, vice president, and then president. I mean, what a trajectory. The only thing that's missing yeah. from that is... Secretary of State. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like, actually, you know what? I'm sorry I'm making fun of Andrew Johnson. <laughs> I'm glad he learned to read and write. I shouldn't mock anyone yeah. for that. Like, good for you for learning. And honestly, like. But look at that straight shot, because honestly, there's been some of these guys who just well, became president after I know. And they say that, like, he was really, really equipped for the job. Like, yeah. he actually really I mean, he's was. like a Biden. Just, I know. like, really shooting for the Seriously. Stars, you know? But anyway, back to Eliza. She, um, so they start to work at the tailor. She's tutoring him. He's, like, getting, like, oh, okay, interested in politics. Like, what is that? That, like, kind of sounds yeah. fun. And <laughs> he just, <laughs> right, 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 I know. I mean, when you're a man back in the day, like, you could be that casual about it. You're like, okay. Because it's, like, you didn't have any competition. You only had other white men. Can right. you imagine? Like, that is wild. That's why they're all so mad these days, white men. So the oh, competition is deep. competing with deep. everyone else in the world. Yeah. God, I mean. Anyway. So, I know. <laughs> so, he's just, like, he's, like, random, like, let's get into politics. Yeah. Um, and as much as it's not random when he becomes president, it was random for him to get into politics, no doubt. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But... He's having to, now, again, this is, like, these poor women, though, because she's, like, she's having to manage, like, the household in a big way. She manages all their finances. She's fucking, like, chief of staff of his life. No, like, literally. That's yeah. such a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And eventually, I mean, I, uh, do you have anything else to say about her early life? Because I guess, uh, basically, like, she gets elected, he gets elected vice president. That's, like. Well, so before, while they're, um, they are, uh, he's in state legislation, he, legislator, sorry, he, they own slaves, so I just want to put oh, that Oh, yes, there. yes, yes, okay, so yeah. So he is a Southern Democrat. Yeah, and, this is important. But not super, like, they keep referring to the fact that they don't, like, beat their slaves. So, but this is stupid, because it it's, it's all, like, I don't, I don't think that we should be hero what it was making heroic anyone who owns slaves which exactly. i know you're not doing yeah. but i'm just saying like it's that's it, clearly history what our history likes to do, to do that. That. yeah yeah so they do own slaves i don't know how many i didn't read that but um but the what what's interesting about this is eliza is a methodist at this point and her church is very pro-abolitionist yes 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 so yes. she's going to church every sunday or, or whatever day they go to church I don't know what day Methodists go to church, but I assume Sunday. Yeah. Um, and she's hearing all this stuff of, like, slavery is bad, you know. So they do have slaves, but they um, educate them and provide them with medical care. Again, this is not good. This is not right. You should not own people. Right, right, right. But on a scale from 1 to 10, they were murdering them. Yeah, and these slaves in turn end up taking the last name. Yeah, so when they did free the slaves... They I do think, free them in yeah. abolition or um, yeah, emancipation. Once, once they're allowed, to, or not allowed, once they have to free the slaves, they do. Um, but most of the slaves that they had on their in their home um, ended up staying for pay, and they took on the Johnson name. So, again, take with that what you will. We don't need to debate this, but right, right, slavery right. is wrong. I, we can't say that enough. <laughs> Uh, so excited Andrew for Johnson's people to not, not a hero own, for not, I know, yeah, you know, mistreating his slaves. I mean, he's not trying very. No, definitely not. Um, but this is important. So they lived in 
Um, he was a senator in Tennessee yes. before he became VP. Yes. And when the state seceded because Lincoln was president, which, again, I cannot get over the fact that, like, they elected a guy and seven states were like, peace out. That is um, truly crazy. Andrew Johnson was the only senator in those groups of states that stayed with the Union and the rest went into the Confederate government. Right. Um, so he was considered a traitor. Uh, to Tennessee and to, to the entire Confederate yeah, side. People were yeah. very against him. Yeah. Um, and this is when... Eliza became very, very concerned for her husband's life. Yeah. Um, you know, being called a traitor, anytime he was out, there was, like, you know, obviously there's threats to his life and to the family's life. We'll get into their, like, drama with um, when they had to leave their home. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. So this is, you know, and I think this obviously gets amplified when she sees Lincoln get assassinated. And oh, then gosh, her husband yeah. moves into that role when Reconstruction is still happening. There was a point in the book that... They say, you know, just because the war is over doesn't mean people's opinions change. And I think I still have to remind myself of things like that today. And I was reading that. I was like, oh, God, that's like currently happening right now. Like, yeah, yeah, we got a new president. We got the bad guy out. But there's still people who really believe in what Trumpism is. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's like QAnon people in Congress currently. So, yeah, there's. You know, that was just, like, a good reminder, like, oh, yeah, our day-to-day can still be dramatic if it needs, or if it can be. But, um, so, yeah, she's very aware of, like, the trauma the country's going through. Again, she's, like, she's reading the papers, so mm-hmm. she knows, you know, how bad it is and that her husband's put in this position. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... But she at no point doesn't support his decision to be, uh, uh you know, pro-union. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, evidence cited that her and her oldest daughter um martha um make like help the union army during the civil war um like actively making them like you know little like kind of like care packages sort of like foods and things like that so it's like they they you know there was never um any one i mean it's it's admirable in the sense that the johnson family was never trying to hide their views they were definitely more abolitionists than not um, and they were definitely pro-union. They did not side with the Confederacy. So, yeah. But what was unique about the situation is that Lincoln, he has a different vice president in his first term. And yeah. then when he goes to get reelected for his second term, he decides to take on a Southern Democrat, which let's, you know, Democrat, Republican are not necessarily the parties that we know today. But he decides to take on a Southern, a, a person from a different part of the country than him, which was a bold choice because the country was so divided. And then also someone who was in a different party, which I don't know if that's ever happened again. Yeah, not that I know of. Like, it used to happen, like, a long time ago because it was just, like, the 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 runner-up. You know what I mean? But, like, so so this is, like, pretty um, avant-garde, if you will, for Lincoln to decide to to do that. Yeah, and remember a lot of his cabinet were people with a lot of different ideas than him. And I think yeah. it just shows how, sorry, it's like a little about Lincoln, but just love him so much. I know. Um, <laughs> there, you know, it just shows how confident he was in his own ideas and the way he governed because he was, you know, I, don't, I hate to use the term man enough, but confident enough to, sure. to have people with opposing views in his party to get ideas of like, okay, how can we do this better? And like, right. you know, I, again, I think not to break divide it, but I think of that a lot today because like, you know, his whole spiel during the campaign was like, I'm going to bring back unity and, like, reach across the aisle. And, like, he's doing it a lot, at least optic-wise. Like, you right. know, his uh, bipartisan group for infrastructure and stuff like that. And, 
you know, it is nice to see that at least they're trying. And I yeah. think Lincoln did that a lot. And Andrew Johnson was someone who, like, really, I mean, to have your VP, your second in line, as a completely different party. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he was pro-union, so it wasn't like, you know, you didn't have, like, a Robert E. Lee or no, something. No, totally, totally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jefferson yeah. Davis isn't like, yeah. like, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this, bud. <laughs> um, but I think it's still, it, it just shows a lot how he did want to reunite the country. And It's, yeah. It's like he knew Reconstruction was going to be just as difficult as the Civil 100%. War. hundred percent. again, like, yeah. yeah, the war's over, but there's people who still really believe yeah. that. And let us, like, never, safe. ever forget the Civil War never really started because it's never really had to end. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's obviously, it's not over. There's there's flakes of this all over the place in yes. every part of the United States. Oh, my God. And we're going to see even more of this when we get to, like, Jim Crow law. Oh, and my things. gosh. I mean, Reconstruction is still, I mean... God, I'm pretty sure there's historians that could argue that it still happened in today. The way I, it definitely voters, is. I mean, there's the, 48 the, states trying to pass voters. I was going to say, the gerrymandering, the Jerry, entire yeah. justice system, you know, like, there's the, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of racism in this country, and it's something that we've just never reconciled with, and yeah. that is painful, and it it's just, history continues to repeat itself. Yeah. But aside from that... Can you tell the story of Eliza, um, what she has to do about the, like... During the um, Civil War, when she has to leave Tennessee to get to safety. Oh yeah, so she okay, so she what what exactly happened? So she, they free the slaves, and then she, so she gets elected VP, or not she? I mean Johnson. I wish she had. Gotten so this elected. is when they're they're a senator when she's a senator. So they, I don't know if I know this. I know that. Wait, no, no, no. You tell this story. Wait, okay, sorry. I forgot. You thought you had a story. <laughs> I have a story about um, Martha. I have all the facts about Martha. Oh, Martha. Okay, sorry. Martha's sorry. the daughter. This is yeah, my yeah. story. No, this I is your story. We talked about this. You're gonna do. Yeah, you're so gonna do this story. And when um, the state seceded, or when Tennessee was one of the states that seceded, um, they were in an area of Tennessee that was very pro-union. Right. So they were like, okay, maybe we can like stay here and like be safe. But no, because Andrew Johnson was like called a traitor. People were out for his head, so they had to escape. The Confederate army told. The Johnson family, they had, like, you know... 36 hours. 30, oh, yeah, 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 48, yeah, yeah. 36 yeah, yeah. hours yeah, 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 yeah. to get out of your house over to the, I don't know, murder you? Like, terrifying. So, so she scary. gets, like, uh, their house is being, like, confiscated. And the she has they four kids. Yeah. So she's yeah. trying to pack up her kids. They're, like, smuggling food, like, you know, just getting out. So now she's on the run. <laughs> like, it's terrifying. It's so crazy. She's detained in... Mur- How do you pronounce this? Murfreesboro? I don't know, somewhere in Tennessee. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. But um, she gets detained by a Confederate general, Nathan B. Forrest. Oh, my God. And he's, like, basically, I guess, kidnaps them. Again, the kidnapping that happened <laughs> in American history, we don't talk about it enough as, as a country. Like, I think we need to rewrite history. No, kidnapping is really rampant. Like, so it's much kidnapping is happening. Or, like, so many, like, almost kidnapped. Right? I know, I know, I know. There's I know. a lot of kidnapping. Well, because we don't have, like, trackers on our cell phones. Like, we can't, like, it's not so hard. It's literally not hard to kidnap. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, she's not with Andrew Johnson at this point. It's just no, her because and Andrew Johnson is he's, already in Nashville. Yeah, he's in Nashville, like, Safe. safe. Yeah, he's fine. Nashville. Yeah. So like, she finally escapes from the Confederate. I just picture Andrew Johnson like at a show. You know, like oh, he like, is on Music Row, just like 16th Avenue, just chilling, hanging out, <laughs> like writing a song. Like he's oh a singer songwriter now. It's like really bizarre. At the call, he's like at the Bluebird Cafe, just like hanging out. It's insane. He writes, like he writes a great EP. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> Check it out. We'll post about it. Um. So she finally escapes from the Confederate general, which like. 
awesome. No, amazing. And now she's like secretly in the night going door to door hoping to find someone that will help them. Food and shelter, basically. Yeah. Like, so she's just knocking, like begging for people like, hey, can yes. you sleep with you tonight like safely? She finally gets to Nashville. Word is Andrew Johnson's so happy he cries to see them. But like, maybe you could have like went to go find her. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he... He was in danger, though. I mean, obviously... Yes, maybe he was hiding out, too. Like... It's just crazy that these women, like, have to do these things by themselves. Like, I'm always like, where's the... Where's the security? Like, where's yes, the wait, detail? Wait, who was the, the photos the, that was in Russia that pretend to be Lisa. the... Lisa. Oh, my God, love. I know. Yeah. I know. And, like, even, like, just, I don't know. It's always just, like, crazy, like, how these people are, like, together, but they're not together. These men are traveling for work when, like... I mean, now they couldn't tell the future, but, like, it was, like, drama to travel yeah. back then. You know what I mean? Like, we think it's drama to... I, I feel like drama to travel comes up every episode, no? Or, like, yeah, am because, I wrong? I mean, I... It's just a lot. I don't think yeah. I could ever survive. I, like... 100%. No. It stresses me out to, like, get on the air train to get to JFK. That's so what I'm saying. Like, the... No. Survival of the fittest would have really, like... Darwinism, I like, I would have been second. Totally. Thank God I'm a... What is this, 21st century? So gal. that we can make a podcast and talk about all the kidnapping. <laughs> that's, that's season two, like kidnapping throughout American history. <laughs> I'm dead. And also, like, it's not just kids. Like, I, like it's not, like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, napping, I'm using the term loose. I mean, like, adult napping. Yeah. Napping. Like, <laughs> President napping. Like, every, every travel from the White House to where you live to the White House is, like, it's almost an episode of SVU. Like, it really is. Oh, my God, stop. It really is. Every episode. It's insane. It's so hard to get to the White House. Like, literally, Lincoln had to travel from Baltimore, from North Station to South Station, in, like, the depths of the night. Well, and then... And change his top to hat to, like, a newsboy cap so he wouldn't get murdered. Yeah, he had to disguise. He had to disguise. Yeah. I know. And then Mary, good luck, but I'm shocked she didn't get kidnapped. She's... Nobody wanted to be around Mary. They were all like, <laughs> she's crazy. She's too dramatic. Honestly, you know what? Tips to girls. I was gonna say, like... to be a psychopath. No one's gonna bother you. Oh, my God. I truly... <gasps> oh. Okay. Sorry, I was just gonna, it doesn't matter. Okay, um, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, she finally makes it to Nashville. He's super jazzed to see her. They go to the Bluebird Cafe. Have a great day. Don't stop. <laughs> that is not okay. That's cut to he's VP miraculous. <laughs> he's VP. Um. Then and so they move in. Now here's the thing. Something has been going down after he gets elected. He gets elected VP. Elisa and I are confused on the details because it doesn't have a ton to do with Eliza. So the truth is, we didn't really look into it. But I there is there is a intense mourning period that happens in the the time after uh lincoln is assassinated rightfully so countries in tatters yeah but johnson still like needs to be president and like shit needs to yeah we need to kind of wrap some stuff up here because there's a lot that's been done undone during the lincoln presidency not a lot has been wrapped up and put yeah. it back together so johnson he is like get time to lean into the reconstruction period so no there's, it's, it's a mess it's yeah. an absolute mess and I feel like Lincoln honestly had like all these plans in his head that he didn't even tell anyone about. You know what I mean? Like I feel like no, he didn't yeah. write anything down. Like so anyway, construct reconstruction is a horrible mess. Um, and Andrew Johnson is doing the job, but not from DC. Like there's this mourning period that happens in yeah. DC where no one is really and Elise, you made a good point, like DC after the Civil War was probably a mess. It was never it's still like in this time, it wasn't necessarily a place that people were trying to, like, go to to hang out. So I think that just in general, D.C. was a mess. And they show up to the White House, and the White House is a wreck. Like, yeah. it's a wreck. <laughs> um, and it's just crazy to me because 
Mary Todd asked for $20,000 to redo the White House and all this shit. And then they get in there, and Eliza has to ask Congress for $30,000 to redo yeah. the White House because there's, like, mold <laughs> growing. They say there's lice in all the bedrooms. I'm like, I just don't understand. I mean, I'm 85% confident that there was a raccoon in there. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean something took over. Like, something for fully sure. took over. And it's just confusing when this happened, how this happened. Mary Todd didn't want to leave the White House. She remembers they, like, had to force her out. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I wonder I if... I don't understand. Yeah, I I'm, I mean, my brain is going to... She was just so depressed at... For so, so many months of her <laughs> floatership that she just, like, didn't upkeep the house. But they have no. servants there. I don't I don't know. I think it, it, it sounds like it was in disrepair because of neglect. Right, and that's what I don't understand. Like, why? Yeah, the timeline is confusing and yeah. also, like... Quite honestly, in our book, the authors of the um, Johnson episode are, like, still trolling Mary Todd. Like, everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Like, Mary Todd, like, can we just not troll her for five minutes, yeah. please? Like, what is She's the deal? She's with a lot. She'll out everyone. Seriously. So, anyway, they show up to the White House, and Eliza's like, okay, like, I'll live here. Again, no one's happy to live in this house. No, so she doesn't go to the White House until, like, May or, like, June. So I it know. takes her a while to get there. Well, yeah, she's, because... like, pack up the four kids, all the grandchildren. So There's she has two so daughters at this point. Yeah. Um, I think her son, one of her sons has died in the war. Yeah, but there's another son that comes with him because he's only, Char- he's only 10. Is Charles Charlie? is 10. Yeah. yeah. Charles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. Same kid, right? Charlie. I know. <laughs> um, but she has two daughters who have kids as well. And I think yes. one of the daughters is a widow because her husband Mary. dies in, yeah, yeah, yeah. White, in the, the Civil War. So she, they like she brings like the brood of the Johnsons. The whole brood. Yeah, I, I, it is sweet. And apparently the grandchildren were like, loved their grandparents and were like sort of their like sort of their but I feel like I like that there's just like a whole family involved no for sure and they all live there which is nice it's fun guess where they all live the second floor (laughs) but it is sad because at this point Eliza is quite weak and ill because she (laughs) cut tuberculosis like at some point yeah or she was like like, doing the finances yeah she's just like she's like the secretary again she's a staff I think she's just sitting up there like reading her newspapers taking on the calculator like making sure things are you know a-okay I guess spending money to fix the lights well she asked okay so she asked for this money and congress gives it to her which i just like love that that's like the first thing the first lady does is like i need thirty thousand dollars so she rolls up she gets her thirty thousand dollars and then she basically passes over the job to remodel the white house to her daughter martha now martha martha johnson was married to a tennessee senator like father like daughter um, or, like, mother, like, daughter. And she, um, at the time, had become really friendly with Sarah Polk, who we know moved to Nashville at yeah. Polk Place. Um, and she is also friendly with um, uh, Harriet Lane, who was uh, Buchanan's niece, who was first lady. So she kind of is, like... have, like, a sorority afterwards. I was going like, to say, she's kind of, like, in the mix a little bit with these women. And so it's kind of a really natural choice for her to take over because her mom really doesn't want to go to these social functions. And um, even though she asked for money, she doesn't really want to decorate the White House. So, you know... Just right off the bat, though, this family is a hit in the White House because yeah. I think that they do, because they, like Elise had mentioned, they have a son that um, was killed in the war. They are they are really able to have this good balance of we want to lead, but we also know that not only is the country in mourning because the president has just been killed, 
assassinated, first assassination yeah. um, of this country, not only, you know, are we in mourning, but we also know that, like, almost no one is happy with the outcome of the Civil War. It's just impossible to be, because if you were a union, a pro-union, you know, the president has just been assassinated. If you were pro-Confederacy, your team lost. So everybody is upset, and the Johnsons very quietly enter the White House and try to just be mindful of the fact that people everyone's in kind of a dark place. Yeah. I mean, and it's I, a little bit like the Biden-Harris administration yeah. in that way because it's like nobody, like, did COVID better than anyone else, you know? And it's like when they came into to, – that's why it's been, like, honestly really nice because, like, they just – you only hear from them when it's, like, super important. Or something. Right, You know, yeah. it's like – and that's kind of what the Johnsons were doing when they got into office. It was, yeah. like, just this quiet kind of, like, we're going to uphold – as much as we can, but we're not going to be, like, super loud about right. it. Right. And I realize we're glossing over Reconstruction so much because to get into it, it's, like, a two-hour episode to talk about oh, Reconstruction. Gosh. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. maybe a bonus episode, but, like, that's going on in the background, but we can't even, like, get into the details of it because it's just too much. No, it's <laughs> so much, and it's also, like, I mean, we, yeah, so, and we also, like, end up, we... We have to strike a balance, right? We're talking about these people. We're talking about, like, the times they existed and all this stuff. So, anyway, all that to say, the Johnsons are liked right away. But um, Martha Johnson takes it upon herself to redecorate the White House. She puts up new wallpaper. um, Jazzes the place up. She jazzes it up. She decides to, and and they say in the book, you know, like, a lot of these women would go to the first and second floor and kind of, like, figure out what's going on there. She goes through the whole house and is like, what is this place all about? So, she goes into the basement. She goes into the attic. She does find all of these portraits almost like Dolly Madison vibes right she finds all these get portraits the I know get the saber she's like I found this box with snuff yeah <laughs> she finds all these portraits of the presidents that had been commissioned in like really early on right. you know and um and it's really cool she decides part of her part of her redecoration of the White House is to get all of these portraits framed and hung and you can still see all of them. And so we're very I lucky. I know. And that's like a classic in the White House when you go on tour you see these and there's always dramatic like where do they move? Like, you you know, the president, right. like, the Republican Party will always move like the Republican presidents closer to the Oval Office or whatever it is. Oh, So like it's still there and you like, if that's so interesting. Donald would have happened to these all these portraits well, if she not, didn't find them. I know, like what is that like like to go up in the attic and be like, who's that? Martin Van Buren? You know, you're like, what? <laughs> Like, what is it? I don't know. Like, I just, like, love the idea of her, like, finding that. Right, because I also love that, like, like Buchanan came in and was like, all right, we're done with you, and, like, threw it down. You guys moving in. Yeah, right? Like, who took those down? Yeah. Whatever. I just feel like the design of the White House now is a little more organized. Like, they come in, and they're like, okay, we're going to change these, like, tacky gold curtains to, like, this royal blue, or whatever it is. Right, right, right. You move some busts around. Yeah. You obviously move in your personal stuff for, like, the residency, and, like, that's it. But, like, every time a new family came in, the White House is always in tatters Well, I mean, they just are getting money from Congress to redo this place. So it's, like, for so long, it was, like, you were moving your personal furniture in and out of this place. Like, that is just chaos. chaos. So anyway... She also, though, um, Martha also brings, along with her family, she also brings two cows to the White House. Um, Love them. They live on the front lawn. <laughs> you think the first dogs are cool? Okay. Champ may be, like, biting people all over the place, but there was cows. I know, I know. Them. We thought the bear cubs was crazy, but these cows, and granted, the bear cubs were inside the house. These were outside. Yeah. Sorry, Elisa's rolling her eyes. At the I just key. can't go with the bear cubs. Like, I forget that happens, and, like, I think about it, like, twice a week, and I just, like, get shocked every time. <laughs> I'll just be, like, typing on my computer, like, lipstick, this, yada, yada, yeah. and I'll be like, 
Bear cubs. Yeah. Interesting, Tisha. You need therapy. Hello. No, no. So she brings these cows. They're from New Jersey, um, and they live in the White House. <laughs> Sorry, they make a big deal. They talk about the Jersey cows. I love that. I know. They're a Wawa family. Oh, my God. Wondering. The Jersey cows from the Jersey Shore. I imagine they lived on the beach, and they were like, let's just, like, go hang out. I know. So um, she... And she, like, milks them. Like, she takes care. These are her pets. Like, she takes care of them. <laughs> yeah. This is Martha or Mary? This is Martha. These two are crazy. I know. No, no, no. I know. Mary was, like, had a million children. She was, like, taking care of her kids. But, yeah, Martha, like, yeah, she is. So she, and so while she's taking care of the cows, she's also in the White House finding all these portraits, kind of redesigning the place. And it. Her, she really wants to throw parties in the White House. Yeah. And she's like, Dad, let's throw some some parties like let's do this she's yeah. got all her girlfriends like Sarah Polk Harriet Lane and her dad's like Martha read the room we're not throwing not parties a party, which like Martha. thank god someone's reading the room yeah. she goes he's like we're not throwing parties but we can like host like weekly or like I think it was like bi-weekly like dinners but it was like very specific that they were like proper they like ended at a time yeah. you know what I mean they weren't like these ragers so he does try to also open that White House more to the public which exactly is shocking to me because like someone was just murdered because of the public and by someone I mean Abe Lincoln was shot in the head so like I think they were just grasp move. I know I think that the Johnson presidency just in its whole was just grasping for public love you know, an acceptance. Yeah. And so I'm it was like, read a book yeah. on Andrew Johnson. I have, like, a lot more questions I after know. learning about Eliza. I thought that he was the worst. And then, yeah, after learning about right. Eliza and Martha, I'm sort of like, maybe he wasn't the worst. I know. And I think, I think we'll, we'll get into, he's, like, the first president, not was, like, he is the first president to be impeached, and we'll get into why. But, and maybe that's why in my back of my mind, Me I'm too. like, oh, yeah. he was impeached. He was terrible. Because you think, okay, impeachment, Johnson, Nixon, Trump. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Compared to those two, he's kind of a, a bunny. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Do well, I love Andrew Johnson? Do oh I need God. a bust of Andrew Johnson? <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's Martha's vibe, and that. Um, but I then like Martha, I'm into her. I'm yeah, more about her I too. mean, right? But and and so it's like Eliza was Eliza back still in the background, doing a lot of work in terms of like reading on the papers and coaching Andrew through so many of these like reconstruction yeah. moments, you know? Like, Eliza really is very integral behind the scenes. I think she but didn't dig the social aspect of it. Like, they she kind was, of give I, her shit in this book. Like, oh, she, you know, kind of stuck up on, again, the second floor. She was an, in, they call her an invalid, which I feel like I is a like, little dramatic. Why She's are, sick. I but was like, going to say, we've got to stop casually okay. using that word. But she, like, she just came down, not came down, but she, like, presented herself in a formal fashion during an important moment. So, like, Definitely. the president's birthday, which I know doesn't sound super important, but, like, that was a big deal. I guess they threw a party. There was a reception for the Queen Emma Kingdom of Hawaii, which, bonus up. I have a lot. I should have Googled that because I have, like, a million questions. That's amazing. But, so, like, she did come down and, like, socialize and did things, and she came to these, like, formal bi-weekly right. parties that they, or whatever yeah, you call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I didn't think... They went a little harsh on her, the saying that she, like, wasn't participating in, as a floatist and she, like, left all the duties to Martha. But, like, I think she just did it quietly in a way that helped Andrew the most. Definitely. You know, like, yeah. helping him wasn't making seed in charts and being the hostess. Like, Martha could do that and she did that it really well. It wasn't the time for, like, bangers. Right. Like, it and just wasn't. And her job yeah. was to, like, 
<laughs> read papers for Andrew Johnson. Well, yeah, because Andrew Johnson, like, again, struggling to read. We love that. Like, he just, <laughs> he basically had, what's that, like, a Blinkist? You know, like, where you could, like, that new app that we, like, briefs books for you in, like, 15 minutes? No. She was, like, the, for- she was spark notes for him. Aww. And listen, he, he, he needed a spark read. notes. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Um, so I think they give her shit, and I'm, like, annoyed by that. Definitely. Because for others here to, like, to squash that. Yeah. To squash that. But you know what's funny? Like, they do love her. Like, that chapter in our book is long. Like, the Johnson chapter is long. Long chapter. I know. Mary like, Todd before was like four pages. They're like, I know. And a drama queen. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, anyway, um, Elise, let's talk about him getting impeached because that's the next big thing that happens <gasps> yeah, to Andrew so Johnson and the Johnson family. He's a one term prez. Um, a little bit less happens. than one term. So, when does impeachment happen? Hold on. Sorry. I forget the year. Um, it happens towards the end because they only have 10 months after the impeachment. Yeah, so impeachment's going on from February to May of 1868, which is his last, um, time in prison. So basically what happened is, which cracks me up because, and you'll know why I'm laughing, um, what they're considering the high crimes and misdemeanor is he, uh, uh, broke, I guess, the Tenure Office Act. Which basically says that the president can't fire a cabinet member without the Congress approval. So when I first read that, I was aghast because I thought, okay, again, sorry, I'm talking about Trump a lot this episode. Um, he should have been impeached day, like, 50. Because, I don't know, he fired, like, Everyone. the joke was, like, you know, well-oiled machine, and then he fired people constantly. Like, how yeah. revolving door, Secretary of State, there was, like, seven of them. No, there were, I, office. yeah, I know, I know. Um, so I immediately Googled that, what the tenor of Office Act was, and I was like, there's no way this could still be a law. It's not. It was only enforced from 1867 to 1887. So. Huh. Interesting. That's why he, you know, bad guy wasn't impeached. But don't worry, he did more terrible things. Yeah. So anyway. What Johnson tried to do was, when he came in, he wanted to fire um, the Secretary of War, Edward Stanton. Yes. And bring in his own guy, who I forget, but it doesn't matter. Which, let's not forget in last episode, Edward Stanton is the one who wouldn't let Mary Todd near Abe Lincoln while he's on his deathbed. Because he just sounds like not an empathetic person. And also, he's just like getting in in places where he's not supposed to be. Why is Edward Stanton with Abe Lincoln on his deathbed? Like, what is that? And... I, just the logic of this law, I'm glad it's not enforced anymore because it truly makes no sense, and especially at this time when, you know, potentially there could be a different party that is in power. Right. So, like, of course he would fire the Secretary of War. Yeah, if the, the president from a different party uh, brought him into the cabinet. Like, of course you would get rid of that guy. Yeah. So, anyway. He sounds like a hothead. The Congress, Congress freaks out. They're like, we got to impeach him. Oh, my God. They do. Um, it doesn't last that long. I mean, it's a few months, but... I guess kind of long considering our last two impeachments were pretty quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never forget, twice impeached. Uh, love to bring that up. Uh, yeah, so, but this whole time, Andrew Johnson's like, I gotta govern. I still gotta work, which, love. Like, mm-hmm. I guess you've gotta still do your shit. Yeah. Um, so he's working. So while this is happening, Eliza took it upon herself to read the news every day and kind right. of debrief him at night to be like, hey, so this is what's going down. Right, this right, is what right. they're saying. Sorry, you got impeached. You know, that's happened. <laughs> but fret not. Uh, it moves to the Senate, but he does get acquitted. So he doesn't get removed. But yeah. um, this is our first impeachment from the country. So congratulations. Yeah, Johnson. <laughs> it you doesn't happen it. again until Nixon. So, you know, presidents stay chill. Yeah. I argue that S- many we'll should, probably should have been impeached before that. 
definitely removed. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the first one, so we're pretty early on in our that must have been country's wild. History. Yeah, that must have been so wild because it's and like it's I mean, impeachments move. are crazy, like even now, and they've like happened a bunch of times before. You know, like, I know, it's but it, I mean, it escalates very quickly from definitely. like firing yeah, yeah, someone yeah. to like spying and like like wiretapping. No, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> and then to like foreign election interference. <laughs> And insurrection. Well, goes, as we know, as we very, know, very media does change the presidency. <laughs> it goes very, very quickly, and I just love the the escalation. I know this is like I know it's so yeah. true. I mean, yeah, right. It's like the oh gosh, but yeah. So, so he right. He doesn't get removed from office, but he does get impeached, and um, it doesn't say. There's not much about um him trying to get reelected, but he we do know that he does not attend the inauguration of <gasps> Ulysses S. Grant, who's the next president. Um, and so I have to imagine there were maybe some hurt feelings. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to learn about Grant, because I don't know much about him, and I definitely know nothing about his wife. Well, yeah, and apparently his wife loved being first lady, so that's going to be really fun. She, like, loved it. And it's like, I mean, I think that the last few ladies have liked parts of it, but I don't think anybody's been, like, stoked on the job in a while. You know, yeah. like, Mary Todd, I think Mary Todd just wanted to, like, either be on SNL or, like, be the president. I don't think <laughs> right. she wanted to, like, be first lady. And, although she did say she wanted to marry a president, but whatever. Yeah. And then, obviously, Eliza, she she was very bright, and I think that she liked being around, like, very highly academic people, but I yeah. wouldn't even argue that politicians at this time are highly academic people. So You would argue they're not? No. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't hear you said. No, that's no, what no, I'm really no, 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 no. I really, I wouldn't argue that. That's what I'm trying to say. No, like, he could read. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, even her, like, I, I, and then moving to Washington just still is not fun for anyone. Nobody wants to live in D.C. Yeah, I need to know when Washington gets like chill because I know I thought it was going to be mean, fun because Rufus and I was James. You can. I thought it was going to continue to be fun, but yeah, I guess it's not. not. Well, they they drape the White House in black crepe paper when Lincoln dies, I love and the they drama. did that. They did that. Um, they did that for someone else. Yeah, who did they do that for? Because the son died. Was it Mary Todd? No, it was like so, well. Anyway, wait. Oh my god, now I'm like dying. Who was it? Because her son died. Remember, she saw him die like on the train tracks. Ugh, it's like so sad. Oh, who was that right before Lincoln? Pierce, Jane Pierce. Pierce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, but anyway. So he's not reelected, um, and they move back to Tennessee, and they're like so happy to move back he to Tennessee. Goes back to the Senate, though. Oh yeah, well that's yeah. What, it's like, like you know, Eliza is so happy to go back to Tennessee, and he's like, I want to be in the Senate, please, come on. And she's like, okay, fine. And he's still the only president who ever or was president, and then goes to be a senator. That's never. They just really love like to downgrade and just. I mean, I guess it's kind of chill it's to be a senator. Chill after afterwards, that, yeah. yeah, especially during Reconstruction. Wait, no, someone else did that because you're no, they died were in the House floor? of Representatives. <gasps> oh, Prince. right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, God, and I then know. he was like, "I'm going to drop dead on the floor." I know. Sick. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. So many callbacks to old episodes in this app. I like it. Um, so if you're <laughs> yes, a new listener, if you're a America. new listener, go back because you'll get all these inside jokes if you go back. <laughs> um, but anyway. So he becomes, he's in the Senate, and um, Eliza was like, you live your life, I'm not going to Washington with you. <laughs> she stays in Tennessee. She's like, I'm absolutely not going Honestly, back. Honestly, listen, I like the independence 
vibes, you know? Like Absolutely. We can be lovers and we can be in a marriage, but I guess she to she do. said she's very proud of her husband, but she's not going back to Washington. So he leaves her behind. Um and uh, <laughs> He's like later. Yeah. And they write a lot. They write a lot of letters. Um That's nice. And he's at one point he's um at one point he like goes back to Nashville to like canvas or some shit and she's like he tells his kids, like, really, let me know if mom's, like, not doing well, because I will come home. And so, come in the trip. And so, a, from one I know. And so, at a point, he does come back home, and she um, dies. Oh, nice. oh. <laughs> she dies. <laughs> because she's not doing well. That's why she goes there. TV. Yeah, she was TV. They were married for 48 years. Wow. He dies six months later. <gasps> oh, I know. Sweet. I know. So, um, yeah. So, you know, they actually host one giant funeral for the both of them and they like the the caskets Hard. are like drawn like by horses and cra- like it's like huge in Tennessee in Knoxville yeah they're oh, wow. they're buried in Knoxville Tennessee and um yeah i mean listen like johnson yeah, i again i don't i yeah now i kind of want to learn more about him i don't know what yeah, time I about him because it was such a pivotal moment in history and i think that all often what we think of in that moment is like the Lincoln presidency and like the end of civil the Civil War, but it it's very similar to the Kennedy thing where it's like you you know LBJ and and the Johnson presidency was just as um, sort of electric as the yeah. Kennedy presidency because of what had happened just before it, and I wonder it feels like the Johnson presidency sort of has elements yeah. of that in it. So uh, oh my god, I need they're both Johnson. <gasps> Love that. Wait, that's crazy. Are you related? No, I think we would have done that. Weird. Yeah, I know. I think we need a Ken Burns documentary on Reconstruction. Oh my god, I, I need. Love to, I would love that. I need. I have so many questions. Yeah. Ken, if you're listening, just like get on. Yeah, it. I'm sure he's listening to Float Us forever. I mean, who's not? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's not these days? I know. <laughs> so anyway, so that's Eliza. That's yeah, Eliza. Yeah, I mean, simple, simple float ship. Yeah. Um. Right. Simple float is like she's. She's well educated. I think she, she gets a bad rap though. Like yeah. at least with book. I don't know. These people kind of annoy me. These like I know, collection I of historians. I know. I love quotations. I know because they just really talk shit on them. I know. Well, yeah, Eliza. I, yeah, I think she was a little bit misunderstood, but also like they were really loved in their time. Yeah. So it's like misunderstood, but also just we don't know any. I didn't know you anything know, about her until this moment. I, it's like I think that in yeah. the time people loved her, and maybe it was the you know. Yeah, it was, it was like a forced presidency on the the country because it the um he was sworn in because Lincoln got assassinated, but it it seems almost like the country needed that type of first family and exactly. that presidency in Florida yes. for yes. the time they were going through. So you know, if the least they can do is help the country mourn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you did your job. Yeah, you totally. know, what I mean, this country just went through a civil war, yeah. an assassination. They're going through Reconstruction. It's so terrible what's going on. They're in the process of healing, and, you know, if that's what you need to get through the trauma, I think, it's yeah. just like, I don't know, draping the White House and some black drapes and not their own parties. Yeah. Sounds okay to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that, yeah, I think I think you're totally right, and I think that that's, it, it was, all in all, a, I think a pretty successful go at being president after Lincoln is shot. You yeah. know what I mean? For the family. But I'm trying to think if I had advice for Eliza, what would my advice yeah. be? I think my advice would be, um, I wish that, well, I guess we've said this, uh, 
what would my advice be for her? Obviously, like, when, okay, first of all, is there a sauna in the White House? Like, I feel like there needs to be, like, some type of a bathhouse in the White House. Because I just, like, no, I really do. Like, I feel like these women, like, I want them to just, like, enjoy themselves a little bit more. You yeah. know what I mean? Because she was so sick. Um, but I think if I had advice for her, it would just be, oh, you know what I wish? I wish that she had written down a, like, a reading list, like her top 50 books. Ooh. Because I know that we're saying she likes to read, but I wonder what she actually liked to read. Because I, like, like with Mary Todd, it was like, oh, she was into Shakespeare. She was into, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that. And then remember that one flotus who, like, made the library was really into, like, Japanese history. Like, there's, like, really specific stuff. Yeah, like, like random. Yeah. I wish that I wish that she I wish I had like a book list of Eliza's like top fifty. Yeah, I know these these beginning ladies. We don't have like they're not writing mem like now you know every first lady probably from like Pat Nixon wrote a memoir. Totally. Of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we know so much more of their their experience during the float the right. time as floaters and like what they were going through. Like we don't get that with these ladies, so we really need to yeah you know education educationally guess. Guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like educated what guess. Educated guess. Yeah, Hypothesize. Like, yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah. Oh my god, these nighttime editions of photos are exhausting. Oh my god. Um, and by nighttime I mean it's six thirty people. It's <laughs> fine. I'm just you know, I go to bed at seven. Um yeah, it like we don't get to we yeah. have to kind of guess of what they were thinking. So Yeah, so my advice to Eliza would be write down a book list. Yeah. Let us see it. I, this is, I don't know if she, there's documents of her writing letters, but I want a journal of the time she was, like, escaping Tennessee. <gasps> Literally. You know, kidnapping. Yes. I need yes. to know what was going on there. Or just, like, my advice to the world is make a documentary about that. Wait, yeah, and here's the other thing I want a documentary on. I want a documentary on Martha finding all the portraits. Yeah. That'd be so amazing. How is that, like, yeah. It's a lot. I need a drunk history, like, 30 minutes, but not drunk history, but, like, that kind of vibe. Like, yeah. quick little snippets of history, but, like, seriously done. Yeah. Of things like this. Is that what this podcast is? <laughs> I, guess. I guess. Should we start filming this? Should we wear costumes? Uh, that's not in our budget. At least that's not in oh, our budget. I'm like, crazy. We, like, book one trip for Flonas, and I'm just, like, planning a document. Production oh. series. <laughs> Oh my god. Our new production company, Float is Forever. Oh my god, stop. Um, um, FRA. Yeah, I would just, I just have like, these little snippets of history I want to know so much more about, and I feel like a Google search isn't enough, you know? I need Definitely. like, I need real professionals to do it. <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> well anyway, I mean, this was exciting. This Eliza episode was really exciting. It took us on a little bit of a journey, as they always do. Yeah. Um, Eliza, we love you. Martha, thanks for finding all those pics. I love that. No, I'm like, I love old pictures. I think I would have totally been a Martha. I would have been in every fucking crevice of that White House, just, like, looking through little drawers and, like, all that stuff. No one had been in the attic? Who's putting the pictures up there? I know, just, like, some servant, and they're just like, all right, see you later, and then they just move on with their lives. And then when you move into, like, an an epic building, you don't, like, go through the stuff. Hello, when I go to a hotel, it's, like, I open every goddamn drop. every single one. Hoping to God someone leaves something. Seriously. Spooky? Yes. But I love it. That's my favorite thing to do. Truly, truly, You want to know something terrible? (gasps) My favorite part about babysitting when I was a young 20-something, especially with the rich people on the Upper East Side, was like I didn't go through their stuff, but like I really liked when they left out mail. <laughs> At least this is literally fraud. Like you're just like I didn't to open fraud. anything, but like 
it was just like I was just so curious how rich people live. Still, no, am. I know. I mean, I'm curious about all of it. Like, and that I'm was so just like it. such an easy. Th- I like I like to like look through their cabinets. Like so, my family. Food's fancy. No, oh, 100 percent. My family yeah. has these houses in Canada that have been in my family for a really long time, and one of um the the one of the guys who like or the the guy who built them is my great grandfather, and he his bedroom is still like set up like it <gasps> was going to drugs. yeah it yeah. was like and he wrote in a journal every single day of his life yeah, that's what i'm talking about i know and so sometimes when i'm up there i'll go through the journals and just like read his journals oh my god and i so read fun. the um the page when my dad was born and he's like i have a grandson that's like, it's so really fun sweet. yeah 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 yeah. so like it is cool i i'm obsessed with that stuff i mean it's the whole reason why we both love history and like it makes yeah. so much sense than people and like all when of it. we would go to the the house we rented at the jersey shore every summer when i was a kid um, if any of my family is listening to this, you'll laugh at this story. But there was, like, the junk drawer oh, in sure. the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was just, like, shit in the drawer. But it was so fun to look through it yeah. every summer because there'd be, like, new shit. Like, yeah. people would leave behind stuff and I guess they would just throw up. So there was, like, you know, half-used deck of cards or, like, right, no right, deck. Right. And then yeah. there was, like... I don't know, just like bizarre stuff, like friendship bracelets that people left, yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah, dice yeah, yeah, or yeah. dominoes. Totally, totally. Like, totally. It was just so fun. That was like the first thing we did after we unpacked was look in the junk drawer to <gasps> see so what was left behind last summer. You'll love this spooky tidbit about my great grandfather's bedroom, though. What's still hanging in his closet is his jockey uniform, like in exactly the. Wait, when's the ghost tour happening? In your <laughs> I know house? Adam was there one time and saw it and like almost started to like. Oh my god! Stay on, we're bringing a Ouija board. I, know, I love it. Okay, <laughs> you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, follow us on at Flotus Forever. Yeah, because the next two weekends are going to get crazy. Yeah, we're running the the road. Flotus on the road. Um, summer's here. We love you guys. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you. Bye. We started. What did we just finish? Floors Forever just finished their first half marathon sponsored by Lotus Forever. Yeah. Um, we'd like to thank Lotus Forever. Yeah. <laughs> we'd like to thank all the first ladies. Um, specifically Lou Hoover, who Lou was Hoover. an inspiration because she was a runner. She was Herbert Hoover's wife. Runner queen. We'll talk about her when we get to her, but um, that was thrilling. It was a tour around New York City. Yeah. Um, Elise, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you, Claire. This Thanks. We love you guys. We love you. Great review. <laughs> <laughs>